Loneliness is its own kind of madness. I send this transmission out into the void. Loneliness is its own kind of madness. The void does not answer. Does the abyss truly stare back? There must be some comfort in that. I cannot shout it from the rooftops. I cannot speak it easily to friend or stranger out of fear. So I say it to the ether, to the void, to the godless emptiness of the internet, which is essentially beeps and hisses of bits of ones and zeros put out along pneumatic series of tubes connecting Wi-Fi browsers to the radio end of the electromagnetic spectrum. Loneliness is its own kind of madness. Jesus, you're in a dark place to say something like that. Breaking news from the darkest interiors of my brain. You are not well. You are in fact mentally ill. But you already knew this. Funny how the I becomes the you when you're all alone all the time. Sometimes it's a he or your name. But you don't have to worry about it until it goes to the third person. Transitioning to the third person is in fact one of the first steps in succumbing to schizophrenia. But you is okay. You are alone. The safety net is gone, making this one hell of a trapeze act. The safety net is the network of supports, friends, families, doctors, who you look to in a time of need, all miles away, all socially distanced, all behind walls of plexiglass. Well, you should, tra- you should define the trapeze act for our listeners. One, schizoaffective disorder, which is an affliction somewhere in the miasma between bipolar and schizophrenia. Two, Medicated by a psychiatrist to the best of his abilities. I say this so as not to worry you. I say this to say I am not experiencing voices. I am not experiencing major episodes of mania or depression as defined by the DSM. Three, not suicidal or homicidal. No threat to myself or others. Four, still I am not well. I'm alone with my thoughts. I'm alone. I'm alone with my thoughts. I can't get out of my head. So in an effort to get out of my head, I'm putting them down. I've had only two meaningful interactions this week to get out of my head. The first was my blind neighbor. He stood at the doorway to the apartment building waiting for someone to come. He had a cigarette in his hand which was unlit because, as you will now know, the blind cannot light their own cigarettes. Open flames and no depth perception, or in fact any perception, are mutually disagreeable. I lit his cigarette and he talked to me for a few minutes. This and that, jobs, work, girlfriends, petty anxieties. I said little but was thankful to be listening and speaking out loud. The second, a call to the hotline, which is to say the suicide hotline. All calls are recorded for quality assurance purposes, the robot voice declared. I'd be interested in hearing them, the ones that aren't depressing or boring. This was going to be both. You may not know that you do not have to be suicidal to call the hotline. I explained to the man manning the phone that I needed to get out of my head. It was around 2 a.m. and I couldn't sleep. I needed to speak to another human being and ask if he qualified. He went on for a few minutes and gave advice and said to call back any time. I am thankful. A passing thought. The phone operator is holy. The blind man is holy. I am reminded of the footnote to how... Holy, 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 but it passes. The momentary relief passes like all my thoughts. One into another, creeks to a stream, streams to a tributary, tributary out to sea. Great works have been written on loneliness, 
L, a leaf falls, loneliness, but I've always struggled with poems. I can remember reading an article from a long time ago about a post on a message board. It said, I feel alone. Responses came pouring in. All other people felt alone too, and this post was bringing them all together. It had a viral moment in a time before we knew what the word, word viral meant, and a journalist reported on it. Will this happen to my post? Better if it doesn't. I need to get out of my head. I'm tired of not being able to see my friends. I'm tired of polite surgical mass interactions with grocery checkout girl. I'm tired of relying on phone calls to talk to people, people who long ago lost the ability to speak at length telephonically due to the rise in texting and fall in attention span caused by the digital age. What's in my head? In the absence of others, the wrinkles in the brain are filling with filling up with paranoia, fear, an endless monologue, and cigarette ash. The brain simply free associates. It starts on a topic, which segues to another, which segues to another. A series of narrations and memories, the highlight reel of fuck-ups, waves of anger, sketches of fantasized conversations that haven't happened yet, of misshapen godless figures in a comic strip with a punchline that's got me at the end of it, and why am I laughing? An inner monologue that I'm losing control of. The thoughts are taking over. The captain is out to lunch and the sailors have taken over the ship. The lunatics have taken the asylum. This is the end of the transmission.